Uh, well, good afternoon. It's Mel Tempest from the Gym Owners Business Podcast. And today I'm speaking to Ryan McKenzie. Ryan McKenzie has a great topic for us to chat about. I hate fitness selling. How are you today, Ryan? I'm doing great, Mel. Good to be on here with you. Excited to chat. It's taken us a while to get together, but here we are. So let's inform our listeners on um, I hate fitness selling. So first things first, please do tell us what is I hate fitness selling. So the the I hate selling book um, came about from me being in the industry for years and years now. It's uh, I've been this is my thirteenth official year being a trainer. You know, I was really bad when I started. I was really bad. Like I loved to work out. I loved to help people. I loved just getting people motivated and inspiring them. But I was horrible at actually coming through with it and selling them and and showing them why they should work out with me. So I um I had a young family. I, I was newly married when I first started. We had a kid on the way, and I was actually interviewing to be a, a substitute teacher. I was trying to figure out a job where I could just have a steady paycheck. And I you know the, the more people I talk to that are in this industry, the more stories I hear that line up exactly with mine, like they love it, but can I really make a career out of this? Uh, I love it, but can I, can I ever really make any money? Is it ever going to be, is it going to be more than a hobby? Is it going to be more than just, you know what I'm saying? I'm, Absolutely. Everybody, everybody has that story at some point in their, their journey here. And um, so I went to a mentor of mine and he said, Ryan, you need to read this book. Um, it was written for CPAs. It was called the I hate selling book. So I read it. I, um, took notes. It was really dry. It was really, it was written for accountants, you know? So I went and talked to the author and said, Hey, I love your book. No one else loves your book that I work with. They, they don't understand it. So can I rewrite it? And so he gave me permission to rewrite his book. And, um, I've turned it into, I hate selling for the fitness professional, six steps to making serious money in the fitness industry. It's basically the idea of the book that got me going took me from nothing in the industry, from looking for another job, from looking, maybe I could be a substitute teacher to making six figures every year just through personal training alone. So um, it's pretty exciting for me because it's my story. That's all it is. It's my story and then just a very simple step, simple system that you can take um, to, to grow. And, and that's that's how it all started. So Ryan, can you share with our listeners today on the Copy Podcast? You've got the six steps. And I was having a, a look during the week, you know, you, you sell, you, you tell people that they can learn to sell without selling. And I know that I always use my club as an example when I'm on podcasts. And I know that I've got a great team that love to, you know, show the, the premises to everybody. But when it comes to the actual, actual take the money, um, mm-hmm. a lot of clubs have issues with their trainers or their frontline staff taking the dollars. So if you can just share with us, you know, maybe not all of the six steps but some of those steps and also what do you mean by you know you can learn to sell without selling 100 percent, yeah so if you've been in the industry long enough uh you've seen most trainers most fitness professionals whether you're uh, more group exercise oriented more one-on-one trainer oriented or whether you're running a club you see people that they're either high sales people they, they just they push and push and push and they come across like this like really awful feeling to the to the potential client like that used car salesman kind of manipulative and pushy and, and nobody that i've ever talked to really wants to be that guy there's few people that i've talked to that, that they enjoyed that that's where they thrive in but i think there's that's actually few and far between in our industry and i really believe for a long time that's what the 
perception and the stereotype of a trainer was a manipulative person who's going to push you into something you didn't want to do. So we've kind of taken this back seat now to, hey, let me know when you want to train. Let me know if you want to sign up. Let me know if if this is right for you. And I'll just stand back and, and I'll watch you and I'll help you when you ask for it. And so we've got these two polar opposites that I think are both unhealthy and both unproductive um, for the club and for the member because they don't get the help they need and we don't make the money that we need to make. And so nobody gets helped. It's lose-lose either way. Um, so I, I, when I say sell without selling, it's basically following a system that makes sure you're not falling into one of those categories. And so it, it's a six-step or six tests, I guess, six questions you can ask yourself to see if you're following the right process, to see if these people are actually ready to buy from you, if there's someone who's actually going to listen to you and follow your advice, or if they're just tire kickers and you need to do something else to get them rolling the right way. So can you share, we don't want to share six of the steps because we obviously want people to come back and um, have a look at the book, but can we share three of the steps in today's podcast? Sure, that'd be great. I'll give you the first three. That'd be really easy. Um, I'll tell you, you're going to hear these steps and it's going to be, Oh, of course, but I've never seen anyone take these and just naturally do them well. Like it's something you have to consciously say, okay, on to the next step. They pass that step. So the big analogy I have in my book is the um, the best salesperson you'll ever meet. I ask that question a lot wherever I go. Who's the best salesperson you've ever met? And if I ask who the worst salesperson is, immediately everyone says the the used car salesman. I had someone say the uh, the door-to-door vacuum cleaner or the water filtration guy, they, they just had all these. Everyone's got a picture in their mind of someone who really was a pushy, awful salesperson who made them feel uncomfortable. But when I flip it and say, who's the best salesperson you've ever talked to? Maybe a, a person will, will pop up in your head. Maybe it's a, an individual, but not a, an industry. There's no industry that feels like a great salesman. But it's, I'll tell you the answer to it. It's, it's your doctor. If you have a good doctor, they're the best salesperson there is. They, they're caring, but they still give you the facts. You know, they, they want you to get better, but they still know there's a cost and there's a price to be paid to get better. So they, they balance that really well. And most good doctors don't even realize that they're selling. They're basically saying, oh, Mel, hey, you're sick. Here's what's going to make you better. And that's pretty much it, right? So they, they're showing you an answer to your problem and they're helping you find the right solution. So we use the doctor. I tell you that story because we use the doctor as an analogy in my book. And, um, we, we go straight through D-O-C-T-O-R all the way through. So the first step is D, do they know that I care? And, and the more I talk to people, everyone says, oh, this, this industry is built on relationships. And even with Facebook ads and Instagram ads and everything else you could be pushing out there through social media, it's still the goal is to build a relationship. Whether you're an online trainer, whether you're a club, or whether you're on your own, we have to ask that question. Not, the question is not, do I care? The question is, do they know that I care? That's a much different answer usually because most trainers really do care, but they're really bad at showing how they care. So that's what I'm trying to answer is how do we show people that we actually care? That's step one. If we've passed that step and they know that we care, we go right into step two. Oh, ouch, where's the pain? So we know we need to find out what they want to fix, what they need help with. It could be a physical pain. Most of the time, people come to us because they've got some kind of exterior motive, whether it's joint pain, um, weight loss pain, right? But 
when we dig deeper, we need to find their real pain, which is a, an interior um, motivation. You know, and, and that's that's the biggest thing we can do with most of the people I work with is when they're going through their evaluations or consultations or sales calls or whatever you like to call them with the people you work with, they don't dig into that inner motivation. They say, oh, you're here to lose weight. Great. I've got some stuff to help you lose weight, but they don't actually get into what's really driving them. So once we know that, they, do they know that I care? Yes, they know. Ouch, where's the pain? Well, we found out her pain. She really wants to, like, she is worried that her husband is not going to be attracted to her anymore. That's a real pain. You know, so stuff, stuff like that, there's an emotional, an emotional response. And then the, the third step is C, are they committed or are they just complaining? And so we need to dig in, like, are, is this someone who is showed up to the gym, loves me because I care about them, has a real issue, but are they willing to do something about it? And this is, that, that builds on everything else from those three steps. But if you can follow, like, I'll give you those right there. And if you can follow those three, it'll change your business and it'll actually change the results you get at the same time. So that's how, that's how it turns into selling without selling because you're basically leading right into your training sessions and right into your memberships right from there. So how does Ryan McKenzie show his clients that he cares? So I come into your into your studio. You've never met me before. Though you're saying show that you care, what is the process to the show part? How do you build up to that part where the client, the little trigger point in their brain goes, hey, Ryan really does care. What do you say? What do you do for that trigger point to go off in their head? That's a great question. So I, in my book, I'm not – I'll tell you this, and this might turn some people off. I'm not really big on scripts. I don't do a whole lot of say this, say this. We, there's a couple of those things in the book um, because what I find is people lean on the script too much rather than learn from the script. A script is there to help you learn how to interact and help you learn what kind of questions to ask and then make it your own. So what I what I do a lot is, is I ask with, with my clients, uh, gym owners or with whoever I'm working with to help them do this better, people with my book, I, I want to find out what their gym is all about. I want to find out what their ideal client's all about so we can start asking questions to, to dig in. So it, when I have someone come into our club and, um, and I want to get them started and they're, they're interested in getting started with a membership or with a trainer or just th this process works like, is this the right group exercise class for me? I'm already a member of the club. You're still selling that person on that class, even though there's no money taking place or changing place, there's still a commitment that's being made, right? So what I typically will do and what most trainers would typically do and when they first started out, and this is what I did when I first started is I want to tell you how great it is, how great I am and how, how much it's going to benefit you and all these great things, how I'm going to save you from whatever pain you've got. And that is a real big turnoff for a lot of people and we don't realize that. And I, I've seen for years now people say, well, you've got to talk about benefits and not features. And that's like their big sales aha moment. And I don't know that I agree with that because we jump at that right out the gate. And we, we talk about all the benefits of our club and all the, all the great things about us. And we're trying to position ourselves as our member's hero or as our member's savior. And, you know, they, they want to be the hero of their own story. And they want to be the person that is doing great things in their life. And now all of a sudden you've got a, a trainer or a gym owner come in and say, I'm going to be the one to do great things in your life. You're putting immediate conflict right from the get go, a, a battle almost of who's going to be the one that does the better thing in Sally's life. So to get to answer your question, it's a long, long way around to it, I guess. Th to answer the question, I want to find out about them. I want to know who they are. 
I want to I want to find out what they're what they care about. I want to ask them questions about themselves. I don't care if they know anything about me at all. I don't care if they know anything about my gym, my equipment, the results that I get you. I want to know about them because I can't sell you anything and I can't find out your pain if I don't know who you are. So if I had one piece of advice to give uh, a club owner with a, with a bunch of trainers under them or a, or a team under them, I would, I would coach your team on how to hold back talking about your club. And that seems counterintuitive, but hold back telling everyone how great you are and find out how great your potential member is. Find out how amazing their life is. Find out where it's hard, where they want to become more of a hero in their own story. And then say, you know, I think I might have something to help you with that later on. So that's, I heard somebody say, we want to try to become the guide in their story and not the hero of their story. Everyone wants a guide, but they want to be the own, their own hero. So that's, I, that's I, how I look at it. I agree with that, um, Ryan, the hero of your own story. I 100% agree with that. And, um, you know, it should always be about the, the consumer. And I think yes. trainers need to learn not to sit back and tell the I story. And when I say the I story, I mean not just talk about themselves, but also they don't need to talk about the club. They need to sit back. They need to, to learn about the person that's sitting in front of them because if the roles were reversed and the trainer or the club owner was the consumer, the first mm -hmm. thing that they would want is the person that they're buying from is to learn a little bit about them so they can understand where they're coming from and direct them in the right direction. So I totally agree with what you've just said. Now, you've been getting some great reviews on Amazon, so congratulations on those. I appreciate that. It jumped up to number one in sales pretty quick. Uh, it was exciting, and um, it's, been going, it's been going fun. It's been a fun ride. It's fantastic. So I just need to ask you, because uh, I didn't really know the answer to this one, Rainmaker Tips. Can you tell me what Rainmaker Tips are? The Rainmaker Tips. Yes. So the, um, in, in my book, I have it set up. Um, there's three people in the book. So it's more of a story and it's more of a workbook at the same time. And there's a scenario for every step. So it's a real life scenario. Everything that I've written in that book has actually happened to me or happened to a trainer that's worked for me. And some of them are kind of ridiculous scenarios. You might say, well, that's just a story, Ryan, but every one of them has happened. <laughs> and so there's three trainers that go through there and there's uh, Freddie Faker, there's Timmy Taker, and there's the Rainmaker. So the, uh, the Rainmaker is the guy that does it all right. The Rainmaker is the guy that makes every step and completes it the whole way through. Freddie Faker holds back too much. Timmy Taker pushes too hard. He's that used car salesman. Um, so at the end of the book, I have a chapter. It's probably my favorite chapter in the whole book because it's more personal to me. Uh, the 12, I think it's 12 top Rainmaker tips. And um, they're basically 12 people in my life that I've seen as mentors or leaders, whether they know it or not, whether they're close to me or far from me. Um, I think my pastor, my dad, my mom, Dave Ramsey, uh, Mike Rowe, there's some people in the industry. There's all kinds of people there, um, old old coaches or managers and stuff like that. That their best advice they've given me. So it's a compilation of, of all of those things put together. And that's my favorite part of the whole book is the last chapter. That's great. Now tell me, Ryan, um, with I Hate Fitness Selling, I've seen a lot of you on social media and what you 
can do for the trainers and that out there so I know that you just don't say hey come buy my book and and you'll change the world I know that you offer um, other opportunities online to give um, sales advice and workshops can you just tell the listeners in real layman's terms what you can do for them online as opposed to just purchasing the book right so um, when I when I wrote the book it took off and I had a lot of people wanted a little more help than just the book because the book's great, but a problem with the book is you're on your own and you're reading it, right? Yeah. So that turned into some coaching calls because people wanted more help with their sales process. And that turned into online modules. So I have recorded probably eight, eight, nine weeks worth of material for my clients to go through. I call it the Rainmaker Academy. And it's basically digging in deep to their sales and marketing process. And um, I go in uh, along with that being online. In the coaching calls, I go into different clubs and different businesses and coach their teams on how to sell the right way, sell without selling, reach people that are going to be clients for the long haul. And I think we're very quick in this industry to tr- we need clients, we need clients, we need clients. But you know, really, your best, the biggest problem in our industry is retention. People don't stay around very long, and I think your best retention tool is the proper sales process. If you can start them the right way. They're going to stay with you a long time. But if you go for the quick sale and you try to sign them up like that, um, you don't always build the relationship that you need to build. And our, our businesses suffer in the long run. And our clients' goals and our clients' lives suffer in the long run because they didn't get set up the right way. So they're jumping around from what's the next fad that's going to help me when yep. they could really build a relationship and, and do something big in their life. I agree with that. Now, Ryan, I know that you, you've in the past you've worked with larger clubs. Uh, smaller independent clubs with just small teams of three and four, you can work with these guys to make change? Uh, definitely. So actually what I just rolled out, um, most of my experience has been helping larger clubs. Uh, that's how I grew up in this industry, and I've worked my way up in a, in a larger club in, uh, in Orlando here. But the um, I, I've worked with a few one-on-one trainers that are just they're grinding out on their own, trying to make the, make their own way in this industry and maybe eventually buy their own space. And I've worked with a few mom and pop type shops. I've got a, uh, a couple in um, North Dakota, another couple over in Virginia. And like, working with these people, it's really awesome because they pour their heart and their soul into this business. And everything they breathe and they eat and they sleep is this business. So like, it's, it's a different feel and I don't want to take anything away from the larger clubs because like the, the people that run those that's how they feel too but it's, it's such a smaller more intimate scale and it's really fascinating to see our industry turn um, I've actually seen a lot of larger clubs lose business to these people because it feels more intimate and now the the big guys don't care about me and the little guys know my name and so that's something that I work with the smaller clubs on it's something I work with the larger clubs on because you don't want to lose that intimate touch when you grow larger and you you don't want to be afraid of not looking too you look too small when when you're smaller so it's something that both angles can learn from and it's it's a really neat um diversity in our industry right now so ryan i know that um you have uh been giving away some copies of your book i hate selling so yes. what, I, what i would love to do now is um Put you on the on the spot and uh, ask it. you. Let's do it. Okay. So, what can we offer the listeners of the Gym Owners Business Podcast today? Uh, after listening to Ryan McKinsey and his "I Hate Fitness Selling," what can we offer those listeners? Go for it. 
So right now, um, you are putting me on the spot. I love this. The um, I, I've been given. So I've got a a promotion set up right now on my website, and um, it's IHateSellingBook.com. If if you want the book and you're willing to pay the shipping and handling, you can have the book for free. Um, you just pay the shipping and handling. I'll send you the book. It's much less expensive for you and much faster for you than if you had it on Amazon because you can get the audio and the digital version right there. But that that's going to be for anybody. Um, you get the hard copy of the book. I can do that for anybody in Canada, Mexico, the United States. So I know you got a lot of people in Australia. I can't ship a book all the way to Australia for just – you guys don't want to pay the shipping and handling on that. <laughs> but um, so, but anybody that is uh, in the U.S., I'll tell you, I'm not sure how many people will immediately listen to this podcast, but I will give the first 10 people that that respond to you or respond to me on here, however you want to set that up, Mel – um, I'll give the first 10 people their choice whether I'll send them the free book. They don't have to pay the shipping and handling or I'll give them the digital and, and the audio version. You can have your choice of the digital and the audio or the hard copy book. And uh, if you're one of the first 10, I won't even charge you for it at all. That's absolutely. That's extremely generous, Ryan. Thank you so much for doing that. And what I'm going to do is, when we release the podcast, I'm actually going to uh, post that information on the Gym Owners Business Network and see if we can get. Um, we've got over 300 people on that network. See if we can get some of those guys um, ordering your book because I know that there's a lot of those guys on there that are, that are, I have to be honest, are desperate for tips on selling. But obviously, mm -hmm. we have a wider network um, than the Gym Owners Business Network. So I think that your 10 books are going to be absolutely snapped up just like that. Now tell me, are you at Ursa in 2018 in San Diego? I'm looking at it right now. I would love to be there and I'm looking at my schedule and figuring out if I'm going to, if it's going to be possible. I was at this last one. Was it in um, Los Angeles? My wife mm -hmm. and I went out and I, I believe that's where we met. Um, but I'm looking at getting back there in 2018. Are you going to be there? I'll be absolutely. I'm already booked, already set to go. Suitcase is half packed. I love it. I love it. I'm looking at my schedule right now, so I'm hoping to be there. And there's one or two things just kind of on the horizon for me that I got to make sure line up perfectly. But I'm, I'm. 75% there, if that helps at all. <laughs> That's okay. So for our listeners that are listening, um, Ryan is 75% there at Ursa 2018. So perhaps um, after, you've, yeah. after you've read his book, if he uh, is attending Ursa, maybe you can um, pop him an inbox and catch up with him at Ursa for some more ideas. In the meantime, Ryan, please do tell our listeners between uh, now and let's say assume that you're going to Ursa, we'll put the pressure on, where can they contact you? Uh, so I've got, I've got two things for you. If you want the book, it's IHateSellingBook.com. And if you just want to talk to me, you got some questions, I'll be happy to answer your emails or chat. It's Ryan at trainingwithryan.com. Awesome. And we'll pop all of those details at the end of our podcast. Ryan, thank you so much um, for joining us today. And as I said, great reviews on Amazon for your book. Uh, you should be very proud of that. You're definitely the Thanks, hero Mel. of your own story. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. It's been a blast. Thank you. Thank you joining the gym owners podcast sponsored and supported by national fitness business alliance and gym click media find mel tempus on facebook instagram and linkedin join us next time for the gym owners podcast